0: Spring is finally creeping into life and the 100 Pod Team are feeling super hoary, so welcome to this week's show. By Daniel Colasimone, who was talking <laughs> yes, about the right. no, um, no, tendencies of Argentine
1: ladies to start stripping off in no, no, the streets. City, they 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 the city gets more jiggly when the
2: sun comes up. <laughs> jiggly, I think so.
1: Super hoary. Okay, I like
2: have that. two questions.
0: What's the meaning of a and what's the meaning <laughs> of jiggly? Please. Well, Horry is like a gristled old man, actually. Oh, <laughs> depending on how you spell it. <laughs> um, I'm Sam Kelly, and as you've already heard, I've, I'm joined by Argentine Seba Garcia. Hola. English Dan Edwards. Good afternoon. And Australian Dan Colasimone. Hola. Uh, what the hell was that noise? Somebody's phone? I think that
3: was Zombie smashing the
0: post. Uh, that that makes sense. Yeah, Zombie is, is here as well. Um, we've got a larger bottle than normal of our Italian liquor to feed on because we're gonna leave it in the flat for this week. You if think. English Dan <laughs> if you English think. Dan does decide to let Zombie uh, drink any of it during the week, he's promised to videotape the results for us. I don't so. think
3: zombie's gonna be a problem,
0: to be No. Well, no, no nor do I we'll see what happens we've got a number of talking points this week not least of which of course is the fact that Alejandro Sabela uh, who can speak English we, we should try and get him on as a guest yeah. um, and
3: better than Ale give him credit for we found out today yeah
1: it was <laughs> quite funny did you see that they were trying to make fun of him because he said uh, what was the word he used equilibrium, um, equilibrium. he said he said in Spanish what, how do you say equilibrio in, in English equilibrium Yeah. which of course is correct yeah. and Ale sort of titled an article making fun of him Saying it should have been equal, equilibrium yeah. or something uh, <laughs> They
3: said it should have been e- Either like balance or Equilibration Equilib- <laughs>
0: Equilibration Equilibration, yeah. equilibration yeah. that, that well known English yeah. word That we yeah. use really all the time So
3: for any Argentines You know Wanting to improve their vocabulary Use equilibrium And not equilibration Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sabela has a strongest accent you know? <laughs> <laughs> But I think <laughs> I think it's a good uh, We have a manager
0: Speaking <laughs> <I think English, laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the thing I'm
0: not making friends <laughs> It's <laughs> an impersonation no, You can't you get him on You can get so easily The
1: impression yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend no. that
0: he's on But no The, um, the, the thing I was impressed Because I actually he, They showed the press conference Before the game Over the weekend On uh, Fox Well on, on all of the Sports channels But that's where On Fox Sports And um, I was most impressed By the by English Because I actually Heard him speak it Before obviously I was aware that's That he does speak it But considering that He, he learned it What 25-30 years ago And had not been back To England for any Extended period of time since Oh, fairly impressive. It's anyway, not like riding a bike, you know. No, no, it, it, things, it does go away um, uh, the, the bit I, I
2: really enjoyed was the, last week before before the Venezuela game. When he said that uh, Tevez got a bit fat, <laughs> and he said it in those words, I really enjoyed it. He, he's, he, well, he's saying, he's
0: telling the truth, you know? Well, yeah, and Tevez actually admitted the same thing. Yeah, he uh, he, he admitted yeah, that he gained six kilos or something um, after the Copa America.
1: She's in depression. And anyway, as I,
0: was, as I was trying to say before we got sidetracked slightly, Alejandro Savela has now had his first two matches in charge of the Argentine national team. They've resulted in two victories over Venezuela and Nigeria with a total of four goals scored and one against 1-0 uh, over Venezuela in Calcutta last Friday and then this morning um, this morning Argentine time uh, this evening I suppose um, in Bangladesh time in Dhaka they beat uh, Venezuela, no, Nigeria. Nigeria 3-1 uh, getting revenge for that 4-1 C team thrashing the Nigeria with a little bit of help from the referee and a gambling consortium uh, Handed out to Argentina's what, Youth reserves Something or other yeah, we, we, got out, yeah.
2: we, we got one back to uh, Checho Batista <laughs> <laughs> We what got ridiculous. revenge from, from him
0: uh, I didn't actually catch either of the games Because they were both on a, a Ridiculously early oh hours in yeah. the morning uh, 10, o'clock, uh, the ten o'clock. o'clock in the morning How on earth I can be expected to wake up At <laughs> that kind of time I don't know and Given you know, that I'm a person of the night Um <laughs> Not in a literal <laughs> sense you're, very, you're a bit horrid so, then yeah.
2: You look like Bowie you, oh, You're a person of the
0: night
1: We've been in ten minutes We haven't actually said anything yet <laughs> No, no, absolutely I, I'm
0: assured by my my three uh, broadcasting colleagues That they have seen the matches And I, I've seen the goals and Not much else So guys, what do you think? I'm going to switch the sound off on your Skype don't you, On your Just computer. use the computer Yeah, yeah. I have done um, What did you think of the performances
1: Overall? Too bad to like two quite different teams well different setups in each game um. the, the Friday game he actually did go to the starting line I mentioned last week at the end didn't yeah, it? yeah. Uh, and, well it was a 4-3-3 three, three formation 4-3-3 yeah. three, three, and then today it was, it was a 3-5-2 you could say uh, mm. or 5-3-2 or uh, today I thought well even though they scored three goals I thought they looked fairly it looked like a fairly conservative formation no? Like looked, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it was just sort of Relying a, a fair bit on Messi to, to do his thing, which he did, thankfully, and which he, he will continue to do it, as long as he has a, a proper setup around him. So that, that looked quite positive. Uh, interesting things was perhaps using Sosa in there as a, mm. as a guy to help out Messi. What did you guys think of Sosa as a He
3: did alright. I've like, um, seen Sosa probably more for Estudiantes than for any team. He used to play for Estudiantes, obviously, under Sabela back in. I think he left it at the start of 2010, if I'm right, mm-hmm. and yeah, he kind of played a similar function in this team as he did for his maybe not with the same kind of success as he has in his better games, but all in all, you know, he did what he could. Uh, Nigeria, you know, didn't put any punches, and I, I can't remember what Nigerian player it was, but he absolutely dedicised in the second half with a 2 footed tackle, which
0: somehow only got a yellow card.
1: And Messi got a nice shoulder bug as well. a yeah, pretty, we pretty, pretty
0: <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that there were quite a few uh, in, in the highlights that I saw. Um, there were quite a few kind of very physical. Yeah, just going in, even on yeah. the the opening goal was that Iguain's first that was set up by by, by Messi. Messi, yeah. Messi yeah. run and kind of skipped over some very very hard yeah. challenges indeed. Yeah,
2: there's there's a kind of a Twitter personality in Spanish. Well, he also tweets in English sometimes, he's uh, Mr. Chip. He's always uh, tweeting statistics and stuff. And during the game he said, right at this very moment, Lionel Messi has gone 10 hours of football, of international football, without scoring. Of course, for Argentina. And if he's going to play like he played yeah. today against Nigeria, I don't care if he's not scoring. Mm-hmm. He, he set up the first two, the second with an amazing run, he, he almost scored himself. Yeah, he, he rubbed the ball from Obi Mikkel right in the mid- midfield line and then he ran. Oh, took, on, took on it. four Nigerian players and then he tried to, to, to finish towards the, the, the far post. The keeper saved it and Di Maria, who is one of the luckiest <laughs> players alive, uh, was in front of an empty net for, for a second goal. But I mean, and the first one was a lovely assist from from Leo and I remember the assist
0: for well, Uruguay uh, as well I was sitting directly behind that it was absolutely
1: amazing it was just sublime I, just, <laughs> to clarify against I guess, well, not I guess yeah, it's yeah. not so <laughs> I, I haven't flown in from Bangladesh <laughs> <laughs> one thing I wonder is um, I, I tried to look it up a while ago because I was thinking about how many assists Messi has in the national team and I tried to find out how, much, how many Diego had and it's never because they didn't keep records, but people have tried to work it out, and I, I think the estimate is about thirty-six. And Messi must be getting up there already. Actually, I read something before the Copa America saying that Messi was maybe five assists or so
0: away from breaking into Argentina's all-time top ten for assists. And given the number he made during the Copa America, given that he's made three in these two friendlies, and there were a lot in the World be... Cup as well. He set up lots in yeah, the World yeah. Cup. exactly. So he he must be up there uh, now. He, he must be in the top ten at least. And apart yes. from anything I think Probably the The brightest thing
3: For Argentina was This kind of Trident they have Or not quite a trident But the trio they have With uh, Messi Higuain And Di Maria mm-hmm. For as much as You know Seba Doesn't Di Maria's not Seba's favourite player By any means
0: It seems to work
3: very well though. <laughs> They complement each other as a, as a trio I think
0: yeah, See, he's he's right.
1: Messi's a very selfless player and Di Maria is a very selfish player yeah exactly right? it's uh, Yeni Yang I, yeah, I don't think he's been in his best form for the last two games but, but the Di Maria that we saw before like, I've always been quite a fan of him in that position um, but now something's come right actually more to Seba's point of view where he, he has been exceptionally selfish in some of these games and, and he seems like sometimes like uh, more of a liability than anything just yeah. what he
3: well that was a very nice pass from him for the third goal was it yeah he yeah. was the one who released Iguain, and it ended up getting saved but it all kind of like dance, I was really I surprised to see that, to be honest. I no, think the Nigerian defence were a role, to be honest, that's why they let <laughs>
2: throw. <laughs> yeah, that's my, my main problem with Di Maria, is the, his inability yeah. to pass the ball well. He can he can do it, that's yeah. that's what is even more infuriating for yeah. me
0: because... He doesn't seem to know when to release it, he hung yeah. on to it for a he doesn't couple of to pass it. too it I think that's my point, <laughs>
3: like, is it a case that he's just generally <laughs> selfish, does one want to, or does he just not quite now have the kind of awareness and... Of concentration of the game that, say,
1: Messi does to know for yeah, when for the time is. it's more uh, thing because yep. you know, yeah. he, what he generally does when he doesn't pass it is have a shot from yeah. no matter where he is. Uh, and that's, you know, like Cristiano Ronaldo esque. <laughs> uh, I think that's more the problem because, yeah, he, he can, he's yeah. good at playing the little little <laughs> passes and all that sort of stuff. So if he was
0: so as good at long shots as Cristiano Ronaldo is, it wouldn't be well. quite such a <laughs> problem for Argentina. But, yeah, it's the same kind but of But in theory, yeah, he works in that position. Yeah. Um, so, said,
1: yeah, as you said, I think he was alright today. Um, I'm not sure why Pastore hasn't been used more by any of the last three coaches. Uh, I know he's only very young, but you think he'd start to be one of these key figures now? Especially in
2: these friendlies, you would have thought, yeah. Yeah, well, I think there's uh, still time for, for for Pastore, and I think it's, this is turning into a kind of a popular campaign to get Pastore. And I don't know if you if you look back. I don't know if he's done uh, o- o- enough in order to mm. be entitled to f- for starting position and maybe players like Agüero are eternal subs and they have done uh, he has done way more yeah, a, than for this position yeah.
1: and for the, as, a, as a guy who can combine with Messi, mm. I thought like in the in the first game mm. when he came on, Argentina looked a lot better just yeah. for the fact that uh, no, you've no. got another guy mm. uh, another guy for the defense to worry about apart from just Messi in the in the build
2: you know, I'm, I'm not saying I don't want to see Pastore in. But I'll be delighted, because he's the kind of player that I like. He is the opposite, the complete opposite to Di Maria, because he thinks of passing the ball before he thinks of anything else. But uh, in this case, I think what Isabella wanted was someone who could track back, yeah. and Sosa can, can give him that. And. He's more physically built for for these kind of challenges uh, against big teams, big physical teams like Nigeria. And I think he did all right. And on the other mm-hmm. hand, you have to give it to Savela because uh, he knows him better than <laughs> any of us, any any fan listening. And he knows what Sosa can give him. Uh, and, and and have seen Sosa play wonderfully for for Estudiantes. So all credit is over, is open for me, not only for. Sabela but also for, for Sosa so um, I, I don't think he, he played a bad game no, today no, it's and, fine. and I think he can only get better with, with time as, as he gets used to and all the other players get used to Sabela's idea. I know
3: one person I did want to ask you about Seba who came back on Friday, I don't believe he played today but on Friday he started after two years out of the Selección, uh, Lucho González mm-hmm. Do you think he deserves a place like? Do you think he can perform that kind of role for uh, Argentina?
2: Yeah, surely, uh, surely. I think Lucho gives give, gives you a lot of options and what I liked about the, his game against Venezuela was how he always tried to connect with Messi and tried yeah. to... try to In a similar role, Verón used to play uh, under Maradona yeah. before Maradona... And of course with And of course yeah, with Sabella. And I think he suffered for from the fact that the team didn't work, uh, didn't train a lot, so uh, it was difficult. All all, all Sabela could do was to have one training session, name 11 starters and send them to the pitch. And and that's sometimes is really difficult, uh, because what I noticed was that Lucho on the right and Ricky on the left suffer from more or less the same thing, and it's a crucial part of the of the team like, the, the midfield You get exposed More than you are expo- Exposed In a defense of four Or When
0: you're playing up front When and Something else But actually You just mentioned Ricky Alvarez um, He said after the game That he's not the kind of player Who does track back And that somebody Had asked him to do so And he would try I think he even said he was game, yeah. To, yeah, It was going to take a while To Yeah And that it was time, to so used to.
1: Was quite uh, weak defensively In the yeah. first game You had Di Maria And Ricky yeah. and so I was very
3: very keen to get forward. Right
1: and Ocala Is not He's I mean, okay, but like when he's exposed yeah. like that, he, he looked pretty uncomfortable a lot of the time. It wasn't necessarily his fault. And today, I mean, he, he plays a lot of games where he doesn't do anything much. Mm. Yeah. We, we have to think.
3: remember he's he's twenty one years old and he's just trying to kind of fill this left spot, which has been a problem for Argentina for yeah. years and so years. So yeah. years yeah. I, I keep faith, faith with him. He's a player that I rate, to be honest. Yeah, and also don't
2: forget about uh, Ansaldi, who was yeah. called up but got injured and couldn't be replaced. Mm. And also, uh, Savella said it as well. He <laughs> He said good things about Zanetti, and I don't think Zanetti's career is over, because uh, he one of the things Savella tried to do was not to take all of the players from Inter, yeah. and had a chat with them, and, and maybe th- he decided to leave Zanetti out of it, out of this tour of, of In- India and Bangladesh, and he will probably consider him for, for for when the World Cup qualifiers come. The the early World, Cup World, Cup World Cup qualifiers, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. of course the thing you have with Zanetti is. You don't need to Bring him into the team To give him experience Because he knows What he does On a, pit, on a football
2: pitch Absolutely yeah. off the heart Yeah He, he doesn't need to can, uh, bring, yeah. He can give you An option Playing on the left <coughs> Playing in this Same formation 3-5-2 yeah. He can be The left midfielder And when, he need, when you need it uh, when, when you need him To play in defence He can switch mm. Mid-game
0: No problem Do you think he's still got uh, I, I'm a huge Sanetti fan And Um I've gone on record many times of saying I still think he's he's running with the same stamina as he ever had but do you think he's still got the pace to play as a wing back in that kind of formation though?
2: Well I think it, it, will, all, it will all depend on, on how the others uh, integrate or how he in- integrates to with the rest of the team this new team and it depends on who he's been uh, sent to play with mm. but if he, if if there is something about Sanetti is that he seems to be running <laughs> in the same way he was running when he yeah, was 20. Yeah. I mean he, he's a he's a freak when it comes to fitness yeah. I and mean, it's, it's 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 undeniable and that's why every every national team manager k- kept calling him uh, bar one you know. <laughs> well,
0: Maradona called. No he
2: called him and then when he it mattered. he so I'm, yeah.
0: I'm thinking Sanetti will, will be back in, in yeah. the frame. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so overall, the balance in the first two, two friendlies with Savannah in charge...
1: Positive one. I mm-hmm. mean two wins. Yeah, you can tell it's quite experimental and he's trying out different guys mm-hmm. and different formations. But th- that's the only these are the only games before the qualifiers now, right? So yeah. yeah. Qualifiers well, start yeah. one
0: next month with the games We half have the Brazil, team, yeah, so the Brazil, Argentina yeah. double header, sure. which will be interesting, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first ones in Cordoba on what the on twen- twenty fourteen? No, fourteen. And then on the twenty eighth. He's
3: the away yeah. game in Belen, yeah.
0: Belen.
2: they announced today that uh, Ronaldinho and Neymar will be in that squad Yeah, very yeah. strong could be very interesting we, we are
0: the underdogs this yes. time <laughs> That's for sure <laughs> <Just about. laughs> Definitely. Um, Yeah, so the the qualifiers themselves Start what, October? October home, the 7th to No, Ecuador, Ecuador?
2: no we, we hold them to Chile On uh, the 7th And then we travel to Venezuela on the 11th Oh, it is Venezuela obviously. And I know they've got yeah. Colombia away
3: on mm-hmm. my birthday uh-huh. On November
0: fifteenth. Yeah, are lucky thing. Who are you going to be yeah. supporting? <laughs> I'm not going to go on record. <laughs> Dad's girlfriend is Colombian. For for those misters who <laughs> aren't aware. Um, and his favorite player too. Yes, player of course. Yeah. <laughs> Speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, if if that's as much as we have for the national team, then I'm going to. Ah, uh, one more thing. Go, Tevez. Please don't come back. <laughs> That's, yes, that's, that's a nice right. except, but I don't think there's any danger of it at the moment, is there? Nah, I, I don't right know. Right. I don't know. There's a there's a door
2: open, and as long as he keeps getting the backing from from public opinion, there is always a risk. Savella will have to call him, but I hope I hope he doesn't.
3: Maybe if he just keeps those um, six kilos on, he <laughs> stay fat,
0: and it's a better one out to be. He's going to be He's doing not. a lot of sitting down if he days at Manchester City, yeah. so... <laughs> I think there's a there's a good chance that he will keep that weight on. Anyway, yeah, I'll I'll now I think to end this little national team segment, I'll very briefly play a bit of music and then we'll come back and we'll start talking about the the uh, local league. very start, spring is in the air in Buenos Aires and one of the things that's just budding and starting to bloom now is the uh, the fledgling first division league table um, which really sprung into life as we said in the previous round last week but there have been some more interesting results this week, uh, velez lost the final match which means they've now lost two in a row, they went down 2-1 away to Olimpo, that was that was a really good game um, Lanús and Estudiantes both seemed to get going this week as well Uh, I thought it was the best that Stuyentes have played for a very long time and they were unlucky in that it was also the best Lanus have played in a long time and they ended up losing uh, Lanus 1 as Stuyentes lost 2-1 that match was um, perhaps slightly overshadowed in some ways by the one that went before it in terms of the headlines at least if not the excitingness of it because All Boys Racing was a very dull match the kind of match that almost makes you sorry you've become a football journalist because you have to sit through it but there was one ray of hope for Racing's team, wasn't there, down and sever
3: Yeah, and I had the, the uh, good fortune to be in. The, well, I don't know if you can say good fortune, <laughs> but I was at that game in the Racing away end, which was packed like I've never seen a terrace packed before. Although without
0: any flags on the fences this time, I remember last, no, last, was last season useful, you, would, you yeah. were complaining that you couldn't really see the game. Because yeah, it there was, was so many flags on the fences very right?
3: useful since um, we only got down right at the bottom, so we actually had a fairly well decent view. Yeah, considering what you usually get in a popular, and yeah, as you say, it was a pretty, pretty awful game. Very few chances, I think maybe two apiece for both sides was is a generous estimate. But it all kind of got lifted for about ten minutes uh, around the hour mark when not none other than Moreno took the took the field after seven months out. She day was a right and yeah, it was brilliant to see him back because he's clearly a quality player regardless of our our club affiliations and for a while there while he was on it seemed like Racing were lifted. I mean, Gio... Definitely, yeah. Um, one of the first touches... Uh, yeah, well, one of the first touches was, was a, was nut a Beautiful nutmeg, <laughs> and he started... Uh, he did, yeah, he did the I was yeah. expecting
1: him just to come on and have a bit of a poke around. And yeah, he yeah. Every right, touch, right, was, right. was lovely. Um, and he even
3: managed to clear one off the line, but... <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Basically, yeah. what killed
1: Racing was about
3: ten minutes after Gio came on, they went down to ten men. Mm-hmm. So then... The, uh,
2: that was great. I mean... Claudio Jacob, we have been talking about in, off, in the yeah. past. But in only one move, he managed to uh, take out of the game two of his teammates because a terrible back, pa- back pass from him forced Matias Martinez into a sliding tackle. A that was game. the second yellow. And when with, with Racing down to 10, the man... Uh, Simeone decided to take Outche out of the game to, to put Abel Daniel in his place, and that was it. Racing After that, forgot about the game.
3: Yeah. which no. you can not blame him for, really. Cause, you know, down to ten men. Mm. We know how Simeone guys. He's not going to risk himself away from home less with a player less. Mm. And yeah, we we might as well have gone home at, at that
1: point. But it's not like you guys were storming the castle. No, that's all. That Betcio was
2: on. <laughs> you know, things were things were changing. Yeah, perhaps. Fred yeah. should have given us a penalty, but that. That's, that's true,
1: actually. <laughs> <Obviously>, <laughs> that's normal, that's, yeah. when, that's something you expect. Just uh, yeah. no. well, d- d- describing that penalty, because it yeah. wasn't like a, a common one. It was like, uh, who was it? Uh, look look at Leach. Lucas Leach, cutting in from the left, uh, along the byline. Mm. And, um, he was clearly fouled. He was b- brought down, like sl- sliding tackle, hacked down, and then was, for some reason the ball was ruled out or out of play. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we should say, Sever, because you have a little bit of a reputation
0: among one or two of our <laughs> listeners are always saying this kind of thing but it, it, it really wasn't a
1: <laughs> yeah, clear penalty yeah. which wasn't given just, just but also I wouldn't say that <laughs> russing particularly No, it's it's good good. it was a really horrible game like every 30 seconds there was a foul and yeah,
0: I'm, I'm just looking at Ole's uh, feature the, the kind of man by man breakdown of who scored what who got booked when and so on and uh, they've given pretty much everybody five or five and a half out of ten <laughs> yeah. which by all those standards they normally the lowest they'll give you is kind of four and it goes up to maybe eight for a really really good game Claudio go passed three and a half mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah it was um, it was that kind of match it was it was absolutely dire but, but I, think, yeah, it, I think for us uh, Racing
3: fans the one the game we're really looking forward to is this Saturday because, because it's starting, Gio, right? yeah, well, we, we um, suspect that she'll start alongside Theo Gutierrez who was on international duty and in squad two for. I was, well. was also
0: suspended. I was also suspended.
3: Yeah, the place is going to go wild just to see them too
0: Yeah, I, I was like Australian done. I was surprised at just how good Gio was when he. Mm. Yeah, Me he, too. No. Coming straight back in off such a long injury. <laughs> right. Obviously, they they've been very careful with him in training. He allegedly was potentially fit to play from about three weeks ago, and mm-hmm. they. Deliberately wanted to to bring him back very, very slowly. Which is right, I think. um, I'd have been interested had Hugo Barrientos not been injured, whether he would have played this week, whether they would have played Geo against Hugo Barrientos again. Uh, Barrientos had a hernia operation or something, which is keeping him out for a very long time. Oh no, he's, he's torn. Tore a muscle somewhere or something. I
1: don't know. I don't ready. care. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you can see yeah. the look of disdain on Sebas' face. No,
0: the, the one thing,
2: thing that was <laughs> <laughs> one thing that got a lot of Racing fans really angry was one of the chants from the Old Boys fans, and they they were singing. Esta es la banda de Hugo Barrientos, la que te rompe los ligamentos. Which means, <laughs> this is, this is Hugo Barrientos uh, fans yeah. gang, yeah. Uh, the one who will break your ligaments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's something that it could be funny. It could be. It, <laughs> I don't know, pathetic. it wasn't funny for us. It's, awesome. it's
0: also trying to take, trying to give Hugo Barrientos credit for something he didn't. Really, he does. Exactly, but no, well, but
2: yeah, just to, <laughs> say, just, just to make fun of Gio. The and and the and other
3: champ
0: was um, Ole, Ole,
3: Ole, Puto. Puto <laughs> oh, nice. Which was a, little, um, a less, <laughs> little less
0: intelligent, I must say. Yeah. Less, less family friendly. Yeah. But I, I
2: was surprised that they sent uh, Gio to play against all Boys on that pitch. It yeah. was the same place where he got injured. But as Dan uh, told me, I think it was a good thing because uh, Gio finally looked into the eyes of the, of the cobra and now he's ready to
1: go Spat venom in his face exactly <laughs> but um, moving on uh, yeah. as Sam said the, the game after that was actually a cracking game it was it the Lamos Estudiantes um we finally saw estudiantes play something like what we'd expect them to play, and and lanos were just a bit better, and two really nice goals from
0: lanos. Yeah, although for some reason I've now got all those results up for that, and they've given estudiantes all very low marks as well. Yeah. Uh, Leandro Benitez is the only player who got as high as a six, which I can't. I, I thought that by and large it was, as I say, easily the best team performance they've given. Uh, they they went behind to uh, absolutely brilliant volley from yeah, yeah, corner from yeah. Mario Reguero. It uh, was, was very poorly defended. He kind of peeled off and nobody went with him and he followed oh, in the back post clips. Yeah. Did, um, did Olea really give
2: Miguel Angel Russo a mark? Because another defeat? For I think they did in the no, paper, but yeah, on not online. Website, website. I, was, uh, I wasn't looking for an answer. I was just wondering one question. He's the s- manager with the biggest number of defeats. Defeats this year, this year, yeah. and he, he is. No, that's, yeah. a, that's a that's fact. A fact. Uh, I like how you took the time to <laughs> look like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they now, continue to run their achieve
0: now. And, and, and obviously, Russo was not in charge for most of the uh, the Club Sora, but Estudiantes is a club now who have uh, won one match in their last 22 wow. matches. Yeah, um, after Sabella
3: which is yeah, yeah that's yeah, the absolutely. aftermath, yeah.
0: which is uh, astonishing.
1: Um, given the, the quality of players at their disposal as well. Um, but, yeah, Lannels, but, yeah, as I say... I, Lannels, we've talked about their midfield before, but, once again, looking superb with guys on the bench who can come on and, and look good as well. Yeah, and um, without... Uh,
0: Valeri wasn't Valeri he, was there. Valeri was playing in the middle,
1: uh, on the right-hand side in the middle, and was fantastic. I don't yeah. think he can play a full game, really, at full strength, but uh, he's playing a playmaker role there. Um, so, Lanús and perhaps Walker... <laughs> And we'll see what happens with racing, but these looking like the teams yeah. we might be challenging. Hey, what about I mean, Rafaela? Because yeah. we have to mention Rafaela is yeah, still yeah. top of the league again. Yeah. So the, um, the
2: Argentine <laughs> first division table is like how I like my coffee with cream on top. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, that's Rafaela one. <laughs> <things. laughs> <laughs> 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 1-0 away to Independiente, which is probably why server was so eager to bring them up as well. No. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no.
3: Independiente.
1: No, no. <coughs> no, you're quite right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's the one thing I think I mentioned in a couple of weeks ago, is that they haven't actually, they've had, compared to others, they've had a fairly easy yeah. draw, and even yeah. in the next couple of weeks, I think, it might be fairly easy as well. Yeah, they, they have. They've got um,
0: Colon, no, they've not, San Lorenzo have got Colon, they've got Newell's at home uh, this coming weekend. Uh, the week after that they play where are they uh, they're away to San Lorenzo which could yeah, be tricky so they've, really tough they've, they've got another kind of couple of relatively easy ones um, after that they're home to Independiente which in Independiente's is current form you know obviously the new manager whoever he is may have come in by then and given them a boost but still and yeah, then away they, to San Martín oh, they, 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 they have done really well and especially coming yeah. up. Um, and, and the important thing for them is as well to, to get as many points on the board as early as possible, uh, so ready to avoid so. uh, to avoid the relegation from And at the moment, they're top of that. Um, Surprising, yeah. yeah uh, no, but I mean,
2: uh, they, they could be really, really dangerous because now they're not going to be worried about the relegation for, for at least a few weeks. Or yeah, you think they can play for a long time? Yes. And uh, once they get into this uh, winning mentality and they won f- four of the first five games and yeah. Once they get into that rhythm, it will be a very difficult place to visit. And I don't know, uh, it's we, we're almost at the midway of well, right, the apertura, yeah. you know. And if they they can keep it up, and it's gonna be a a, a case of whether they will suffer any injuries or, or suspension and how they could cope with that. But they're looking,
0: they're looking really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've got goals from all over the pitch as well. Their, their goal. Uh this weekend it's gone as an own goal which even shows you know, in some way that they're capable of getting lucky mm-hmm. when they can I think somebody would have stuck and it in anyway to the corner a penalty, right? the
2: keeper said yeah, a penalty yeah,
0: apparently the first Rafaela keeper ever to save a penalty in the top flight hmm. which given that it's Rafaela's second ever season in the top flight you know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's
1: quite such <laughs> <an> impressive but uh, <laughs> um, well, we so promise so. to make a cream joke every week from now on yes yeah. Uh, well, every,
2: year, every this week. this one general, I made was right? so yeah.
1: quite good right yeah, yeah. 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 it was j- obvious but yeah oh, <laughs> but, uh, did we say the cream yeah we said the cream rising to the top last, last week yeah. yeah. so no wait no I'm not going uh, yeah. yeah. to I'm
0: saving I'm saving for mine after their inevitable defeat to Astelliantis
1: is waiting for the I promise
2: I'll bring a new joke on the cream
0: next
1: week and Bocca have been looking good as well they have yeah
0: um they, they they were the team who won 1-0 away to Independiente with uh, Ma, uh, Mario who's Mario Schiavi Rolando <laughs> Speed Schiavi <laughs> um, from a corner and picking up a black eye I don't know whether it was in the process but certainly at some no, point during he, the match yeah it was
2: an another, another it was one clearance he tried to make and, and one of the Independiente players went with,
0: a uh, yeah. with his foot and yeah. hit him in um, his cheekbone and yeah but Boca I don't think played particularly well but given that they didn't have Juan Román Riquelme on the pitch um, at times you know for Boca at least a a win is a win especially without Riquelme and they're still picking up the points um, which is huge
2: one thing they could regret is if they continue to waste so many chances because they they should have uh, they should have won this game three or four Mm. after the first goal well it was kind of anybody's games uh, anybody's game that, uh, up to that point where, where Schiavi scored but after that was just Boca it was incredible how we saw that the
3: week before as well against uh, San Lorenzo they should have had that game yeah. three I didn't well. see the game this
1: week but who was who was missing the chances Fiatri- uh, the, well, Fiatri- was, Fiatri- the majority of them Svitanić was guilty on a couple of occasions and of then
2: Velázquez uh, the uh, one of the Independiente players cleared off the line when Moche was yeah. about to score and he hit yeah, it was uh, horrible yeah he hit the post
0: he had, to, it, he had to lift full, full pelt with to it, it Right into terrible. his stomach And had to be Terrible Well actually he walked off He wasn't stretched off But um, yeah <laughs> it, it was very ugly To watch The second time around Because it really was a, a Full pelt Just ran and, and slid straight Into the post It was um,
2: And of course The big story is That right after that game uh, The Barra Brava The hooligans Of Independiente Got a free access to, Towards the Dressing room's exit
0: for Independiente well, the they b- for that. that that's just at the back of the stands because um, I've, uh, I've hung around outside that exit as well when I've been to an Independiente <laughs> game um, and, the, and that's just the, 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 the kind of car part behind the main stand so I don't think it's so much that the background I got given access as, uh, as such that's just where a lot of the fans gather after the game to watch the team come out and after just that, that straight to the door kind of thing
3: like, yeah.
2: like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Wh- wh- what violent.
2: I heard is that uh, well what, what Antonio Mohamed the the, the Resigning manager of Independiente, he said that uh, President uh, Julio Comparada went into the dressing room, mm-hmm. had a talk with him, and five minutes later, he, well, he, when he left, five minute, minutes later, the mm-hmm. Brava arrived, and they were even playing the funeral march, you know, uh, and, and singing abusive songs against yeah.
0: uh, the, the, I
3: know the that players. Today as well, I read an interview with Mohamed. And he came out very strongly saying, uh, the dire- you know, the board of directors have uh, the barra on their payroll and, you know, they give them more money and they yeah, basically absolutely. just Because uh, I think we might have touched on this last year, I'm not sure, but independiente have one of kind of the biggest barras, the most organised barras and they're kind of probably one of the most involved with the running of the club. They've been used as security in certain yeah. games as door crew. Yeah, and, and I, I think at are... the end of the day this was kind of the breaking point for Mohammed, besides, you know, the poor results and everything like he just couldn't deal
0: with it anymore you know the barra breaking down his neck yeah and, and uh, the, part of the reason they've got this influence is the the head of their barra claims to have had a kind of road to Damascus moment a few years ago and realised that violence is not the way and he, he's Said a lot of stuff in the past about trying to get a peaceful Barra for Argentina, and he was one of the main driving points behind this. big uh, baby Yes, thank you. Revolte Alvarez, I was trying to remember his name, thank you. Um, and was one of the driving points behind the project to send the Barras to the World Cup. Yeah, the other the ones, so, uh, Doesn't the main, stop yeah. them,
3: interestingly enough, singing racist songs to Boc, No, absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, Comparado, the, the Independiente president, was actually on TSS Sports yesterday as well and was saying a lot of. Uh, Sort of talking a lot without really saying anything uh, about what the batterists do at the club. And Basically, what people
3: do when they're under pressure and they don't have a good answer to, uh, yes, to explain it. Yes,
0: precisely, yeah, but he was uh, he was very good at it. And, uh, yeah, they did. Fernando on the Embro and, and so on didn't really put him under very much pressure for mm-hmm. proper answers, but it's quite clear that whoever comes in in Mohamed's place, and some of the names that have been mentioned are some of the biggest names in Argentine coaching who are currently out of jobs. Tolo Gachego, of course, is Martín. always going to be mentioned. Martino, Angel Kappa, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: We used to be manager at Racing, so it's not going to be. Yeah. That well, yeah, but yeah. in this those case, clubs, yeah, the right. relationship between those clubs, yeah. two clubs. Uh, but you yeah. have to you, you, you have to worry about Independiente's average points ne- next season, not this not this uh, this time around. But if they keep it up like
0: this. Yeah, this is a point I made a couple of weeks it's ago. It's
2: not going to be easy for them, and, and, and to change a manager in the middle of a tournament. No.
0: They currently have a, a total of 115 points from 2009 10 to current. But 2009 10 they got 68. And so those are going to be wiped off the standings. And they're going. Last season they won 43 points. Um, which, to give you some <laughs> idea, River went down last season having won 47 or 48.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and the only the only team of the current of uh, the only team of the current first division sides who are, who have played the three seasons and that count against the the, the, the mm-hmm. average with fewer points than In Independiente is, is is Banfield uh, Newell's with only one point less. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, they'll be way yeah. down. You think especially see, you know you have to assume as well that Tigre are going to go down this season probably, yeah, yeah. and they they had 50, so they, they're one of the teams with more. It reinforces that Independiente really are going to be screwed. Although having said that, Tigre won thirty-two points in two thousand and nine, which is astonishingly poor. Um, but yeah, it, it's they're going to be in trouble, as, as we've said, and they're really struggling to pick points up. And they've not got an awful lot of really easy fixtures, particularly when you look at the form that they're in. I mean, we talked about Rafaela's upcoming fixtures, but Independiente away to Belgrano who finally managed to get the monkey off their back and win a first division game uh, last weekend, which was uh, away to San Lorenzo.
2: They have to play the game in hand against San Martín San Juan also
0: from the first week. Independiente and do, and yeah, that's, right, that's uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night as we tomorrow. record, which will probably be later today by the time I get this online. Um, and then Independiente are at home to Colón, who, when they're away from home, are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it's just to be a cope it's with it. Yeah.
2: And, and also, you have to consider that they didn't have a... Proper pre-season because they had to interrupt it to go to Japan, Japan and, and yeah. play the Suruga, uh, Sarunga, <laughs> Galunga <laughs> Bank, yeah. and uh, and then the, the 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 South American Recopa with Inter, playing home and away. That will take its toll too. So and let's yeah. not
3: forget as well. They're going to be in the Copa Sudamericana again this year mm-hmm. because they're the holders,
0: which they really don't need to be honest. Mm-hmm. No. no especially given that that's one that they really will be taking seriously and trying to win it as they did with the very the copper. Mm. Um, well I think that they, they can't afford to do no, that at the no absolutely but given the, the history of the club yeah. and the fact yeah, that they yeah, place yeah. so much emphasis on international trophies it's interesting you know obviously what a sensible attitude to take would be to say we've got to stay in the first division because if we go down we won't be allowed into the international trophies <laughs> but whether they actually decide to do that is is entirely another matter and finally, the last point
2: about Independiente, there, there are going to be elections in December, and Julio Comparada is going to run for it for for a new term. And he 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 keeps promising that he's going to finish the, the the ground, the new ground he he built, half built, and uh, and nobody knows what's going to happen. And, and I think these next couple of months before December are going to be crucial for him, but but most importantly for. The whole team
0: and for the whole club. Do you know how much money independent they got for the Aguero transfer to Man City? They, they'd have been owed. I think it was something like somewhere 5 around five million, possibly. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Because right. uh, we got one point seven for. But, but they are so
2: much in debt that those that that money they that is strange. Yeah, well, I
0: mean, yeah, the reason I was asking, of course, was that Aguero's transfer was what yeah. originally found uh, uh, funded the, the building of the stadium, but that money ran out more quickly than expected. Um, one team who I've, I just mentioned have finally won a Belgrano. Uh, so they've, they've flown up the relegation standings, actually. They're a very good example of why, um, <coughs> exactly why uh, the, the teams coming up, if they get off to a good start, as Rafaela have, uh, can be challenging. Uh, and the fact that they're dividing their matches by fewer can be a big advantage for them. Because Belgrano were previously rock bottom of the relegation standings. They're now third from bottom. They've, they've flown up two places uh, to, to 1.2 but if they were to get another win um, next weekend you know that could potentially see them rise another couple of places and that could drop San Lorenzo into the playoff spot yeah. San Lorenzo yeah. also in serious trouble um, and will be losing a fair few points although they're doing better obviously this season than Independiente but Arsenal are only just above San Lorenzo and Arsenal the one that I wanted to mention because Gustavo Alfaro is um, the manager watched his team lose 2 uh, 1 at home to Godoy Cruz, who, uh, another side like Lanús and Estudiantes, who seemed to have hit the ground running. And then afterwards, they asked him whether he was worrying about the promedio. And his side are two positions above the relegation playoff spots at the moment and have, um, let's see, they're, they're probably. Say Well at one point Ahead of San Lorenzo So maybe a couple of wins You know just need to say Win one and draw one To leave Arsenal And Alfaro said Oh no we, We've got An entire season Before we have to worry About the promedio Which isn't true at all And you wonder Whether he actually Understands how the Relegation system <laughs> works Because he doesn't seem To realise his side Are in very real danger Of getting like, I don't know I think,
3: I he think There's some truth to that I mean He's still got Say 33 games That's 100 points to play so, in that case, there
2: is. No, but it means, it me means right? that there is, there is no risk of them getting relegated this well, term. Well, it's, it's not. Bit, uh, but I think Arsenal, you, you missed the, 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 well, the point because here. Arsenal the Gron- no, because the, t- the, yeah. Of course, because <laughs> Alfaro knows that Arsenal and are a <laughs> club. That's, what, yeah. that's all you need to yeah. know. We should points. also yeah.
0: possibly mention, since I've just said this, that the uh, dressing are actually on exactly the same number of points as Arsenal. Exactly, there. Um, completely safe. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you may have a point. Uh, I know which yeah. seems to like back to go down in a Grandona run, AFA. <laughs> um, all boys only just above them, but Racing are picking up more points already. Yeah, we well, don't have it also anymore. Be, <laughs> <you really laughs> <will> be <laughs> I'm beaten. I haven't seen the goal in four games. Yeah,
3: yeah. can't really. Learn. Any other uh,
0: matches that, that jump out of so you? Obviously, the other one that I mentioned at the top of the show was Olimpo 2, that is Southfield 1, which combined with Venice's 1 0 loss. Uh, um, At home To all boys The previous week Means that the champions Have now lost two in a row And Guillermo Um, Franco Missed the penalty there For for Vélez Yeah Um,
3: I think one of the big ones As well You know I think We know that Le is going to be the next Banfield manager mm -hmm. But but He couldn't have come in Really at a worse time Because Banfield lost Their fifth game mm -hmm. in a row Against the Tigre team We basically spent Oh, last week, trashing. Yeah. They went down 1-0.
0: I can't remember who scored the goal. Uh, the goal was scored. Well, I'm going to try and see whether I can remember this before I bring up the thing. Did um, Tigre Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I'll try. was it <laughs> scored by Mariano Echeverria. Oh, yeah. The reason we couldn't remember him is he's the left back. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> not Macchiolo. He is. Actually, an he's, he's done very yeah. well, yeah. Um, Tigre, again, t- Tigre are a bit like a studiante. They're full of... No, the I mean, not, not the same degree as Estudiantes, but yeah. they're full of players so you look at and think oh yeah they're good no
1: they have been playing alright this season we talked about yeah. like as we said they're almost assured of getting relegated because of their average but then they haven't been playing too badly at all and they haven't given up they're, they're playing you know, they're going for it yeah,
2: yeah. absolutely um, no one thing uh, one one story that I heard uh, which relates to Belgrano so it's <laughs> but I I wanted to say when, when we were talking about Belgrano but, uh, um, a few years ago when uh, Gaston Cesar went to play against Belgrano I don't know if he was playing for River or or uh, Gymnasia anyway he had a had a problem with one of the ball boys and there was well Cesar has a history of hitting ball boys and <laughs> arguing he's always he's one of the bad boys in, in Argentina he's a it's a head case. And uh, one of these ball boys got into an argument with Cesar and Cesar said, right, shut up, come back and talk to me when you have one million dollars in your bank account. <laughs> like something like, you can't talk to me because I'm rich and you're you nothing. Know, uh, and uh, let me guess, the ball boy now
0: plays for... <laughs> for yeah, not, not only plays for <laughs> Belgrano. He, he not only plays for Vergrano,
2: he's about to be sold to to Palermo in Italy and it's Franco Vasquez of course <laughs> one of the most talented players in Belgrano so the, the mute they call him and yeah. probably
0: he started, he stopped talking after that <laughs> after that argument with Cesar Franco but Vasquez is the player who actually got the three of us mentioning uh, silly Argentine nicknames last week so <laughs> yeah.
2: and so maybe Come January, when he's sold to Palermo, he's going to be able to talk to Cesar <laughs> again because he's going to have a
0: million followers <laughs> and maybe more. That's <laughs> but, fantastic. That's yeah, a great
2: story.
0: Just um, looking at the, the fixtures, I'll mention the relegation table first because obviously now that we've played five games, things are starting to take shape. Um, Tigre and Union at the moment are in the relegation automatic relegation places Union oh,
2: come on Obviously 33 not. games 30 guys. no <laughs> come on no but still it this is great.
0: you know this is stuff it, it, it's 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 I would understand that like, it's not it's not well
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we're a bit yeah we're a bit premature but
3: no mm. yeah,
0: but at, at the same time you've got I mean Boca started off just above it and now they're comfortably mid-table and the way they're playing this season I, I think and unfortunately they're probably going to be out of the woods <laughs> um, obviously the, the the two big warriors Are San Martin and Rafaela Who if they start losing matches Could go down much more quickly Just as they've gone up much more quickly But really as you say The Apertura is the more important one Because we're a quarter of the way through it now um, Banfield <laughs> oh, what, what? As we mentioned have lost 5 from 5 But the top um, Well the top 4 are all within 3 points Of each other Atletico, Rafaela at the top of 12 Boca and Lanus both on 11 And Racing on 9 points Tigre and Colombo I So it's shaping up To be another Maybe not quite as close As it was a couple of years ago um, Was it the 2009 class Sura or something it Was ridiculously close Up until about Three games to go I yeah, think um, Yes yeah, All of that yeah. Yeah. All of them seem to be Fairly glassy The I thing
2: that really Stands out for me In these early Days of the Apertura Is uh, the, How many neal little draws we, We've we been having Lots of,
0: Yeah, uh, yeah uh, uh, Just how uh, many draws Full stop But especially yeah. Goalless ones Yeah Yeah
2: and I heard there is a projection, pr- projection, uh, and this this tournament is on a, is, is on on pace to be the second uh, tournament score, s- scoring, yeah. without, uh, the, the second tournament with most nearly draws uh-huh. in, yeah. since the
1: the, the short well, tournament well. started. It's good because I happen to know that Mystic Dan picked a lot of draws this week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find yes. out soon. Yeah. <laughs> and you
2: see, there are three teams. Uh, Boca, Lanús and Racing With only one goal conceded In yeah. five games yeah. And, and Lanús was against
0: this, very common. this last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's not it very ma- common and, and four teams who've, who've not won, who, who have yet to lose Boca, Lanús, Racing And San Martín Who were exactly mid-table uh, They have played one game Fewer than most Of the rest of the side Because of course The Independiente match Was um, postponed Due to Independiente Going to Japan um, But yeah San Martín so far Have uh, uh, not lost a game by virtue of having won one and conceded uh, sorry conceded drawn three and certainly around mid-table there are lots of sides with with either two or three draws and quite a few at the top as well so yeah and in fact Raphael and Banfield the only two teams have yet to draw one's top and one's bottom (laughs) (laughs) having um, just had it mentioned by the man himself we're going to go to a musical interlude now and when we come back Dan will have donned his warlocks hat and Shamanic robes, and uh, will be ready to give us the readings from the stars on what's going to happen in the next round of the Dona Apertura. <laughs> Dan's just been showing us his his new uh, mystical tattoos, which he's assured us are going to help him. To be even more in line with the universe now, so we're expecting its average to maybe go up to four and a half each week. Did you make the account
3: <laughs> from last week?
0: Uh, no, we've not been paying any attention on a week by a week basis. We <laughs> I just possibly like point should been. Like good ones that I picked, but now we've not. Yeah, um, and for my part, I'm slightly, now that I'm in the business of trying to predict <laughs> matters as well, I'm much less enthusiastic about making our of states because it's bloody. A- Oh, the <laughs> anyway. Is it true? Is it true that
2: Dan would be if he was a, f-
0: a first division
2: team, Dan would be in promotion places? <laughs> <laughs> right
0: now, <laughs> uh, no, I, th- I think he's got slightly more effectivity than that. No, yeah. I, I, I sometimes I
1: uh, I play a. Uh, you know, like a, a tipping game at a, a local cafe. And different predictions for the ones you give us. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I can't, I can't even remember the ones I do here, but no, the average, there, like there's 150 guys that do it, and the average, like, the guy who wins usually gets 6 out of 10, which is like, you know, the best out of 150 guys gets 6 out of 10. So, like, an average is about 4 out of 10, I'd say. They never
2: watch Argentine
1: football, do they? Do they? <laughs> well, they're all Argentines, so I hope they're <laughs> Yeah, they pretty much watch football, that's all they do. <laughs> anyway, tough Okay, and, uh, a lot of draws this week, a lot of a few home wins and no away wins, so I'm not sure. No, a little strange. But I've um, gone for Rafael and a draw, Colon, uh, San Lorenzo, draw, Corey Cruz to beat All Boys, uh, Estudiantes Tigre, a draw, Racing to beat Olimpo, Banfield Arsenal, draw, Belgrano to beat Independiente, Boca to beat San Martín de San Juan, Vélez to beat Union, and Argentinos Lanús, a draw. I'm ready
0: really tasty looking fixtures um, in that lot guys I think I'm interested in Estudiantes Tigre particularly given that as yeah. you say Estudiantes performance wise
1: have, have picked it up a little bit and Tigre as we've said are, are playing fairly well in and, and getting the well, results I'm to hardest to pick just for, for that reason exactly like Tigre have been playing quite well Estudiantes are at home and they, they seem to, to really pick up their game last week yeah um, and, one for, for and the other thing I wonder about is why Tigre have been playing well and getting the goals and the results um
0: they've not been playing let's say a Lanús style <coughs> on the ground passing football and therefore it shouldn't be broken up too much by Estudiantes' dreadful pitch which could possibly come into play but uh, what did you predict an Estudiantes win? No or, a draw A draw yeah I'd, I'd say that's No good. but I would say
1: that the, the heart of Tigre is like um, Román mm-hmm. um, the, the, the really good playmaker that they have uh, so you know it could be affected though
3: I think an interesting one out of that list as well for me like, is uh, Rafaela Nios because you can expect it's pretty much a local derby both of the teams are based in uh, Santa Fe province yeah, so the stadium I would imagine is going to be absolutely packed and News haven't seen that much of but they've seen a much improved team from last year where they were absolutely dying
0: far better in the fact, Yeah. they yeah. they're struggling to really click up front a little bit I yeah. think um, but They've certainly really solidified yeah. in, in defence, and Argentinos Lanús the last uh, match of the round, which is Monday night next week. Interestingly, that's going to be Monday night.
2: Monday well, night. the NFL
0: is coming back. <laughs> so. I'm going to be watching that.
2: No way, I'm going to be watching Argentinos Lanús. I'm sure um, we have
0: some. So that's NFL, okay. Well, I'm sure we have some listeners in North America who realised what Sepp was doing. Yeah. <laughs> for about two or three yeah, seconds, the rest of another us another were looking at him. Uh, fascinating yeah. personality. We thought yeah. we used, I
3: thought he was going insane for a
0: second. <laughs> I think all did. that was a uh, non-English dance basically. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was
2: a um, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of listeners will will will.
0: Uh, support me in this, <laughs> in this no, be, they I'll have recognized that music I can oh no I'm sure I'd, I'd, I can I'd agree. but none of, of us, of us. To watch our Lanus. don't worry yeah, about that. this um, America ball. I, I, I'm sort of wondering about it because have been involved in a lot of very underwhelming games recently um, whereas Lanús have been involved in certainly one or two crackers including mm-hmm. last week so it's going to be interesting to see which uh, which uh, aspect of the form But kind of wins out there And Racing versus Olimpo Scared about that at all guys Or Olimpo beat Benes This last weekend uh,
2: Last time Racing played Olimpo At home It was an easy 4-0 <laughs> win Until <laughs> The first few minutes In the second half And then Olimpo scored Three ge- three goals out of nothing And yeah. I don't know. It's not going to happen. No, because it's not going to an effective game. Like, yeah. uh,
1: despite wrestling's game last uh, this week, but last week Olympians um, yeah. really attacking side passing, yeah. as we said, will have Teo and Gio. So I think
3: that combination, if they can click, and I can't see why they wouldn't. They could, they could do some damage.
2: No, the only thing that uh, plays in my mind right now is thinking that Simeone's tendency is to score one and then. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for the game to to end. <laughs> so, hopefully, Olympia
1: has got two goals to, to, at the start, and then we'll see what I think. Probably, unbushed yeah. Unbushed that would be the best yeah.
2: for the spectacle. <laughs> That'd be I, interesting would, I treaters, wouldn't want yeah. to see that. <laughs>
1: That'd be quite, no, I would hate to see
3: it. <laughs> it would be kind of interesting for a neutral to see how Simeone c- came back if he actually went down, because obviously they haven't gone behind the whole of this year yet. Not yet.
0: One other first, which I'm going to mention, because we've got a little bit of time left, uh, recording wise. As the person who has to edit it it's all, I'm happy enough to recall for another couple of minutes. And we've been asked a couple of, of questions. I've been asked a couple of questions on um, Twitter. Uh, and we didn't talk about River Plate last last week. This weekend just passed. They dropped points for the first time in the second division. Uh, 1-1 draw to Keelness, who managed to get a, a deserved stoppage time equaliser. I, I never oh. saw
2: a, a more powerful for Heather than that. No, problem. I mean, and, and it was fully was deserved,
0: albeit scored by a player who shouldn't have been on the pitch at the time. He should have been sent off for an elbow to the mm. face of... About uh, well, 30 seconds before. Whose face was it? Like, it was Telechea Te- 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 was, was the player who scored the goal. Mm. No, he, no, he's not. He's a San Lorenzo player. No, no, no. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a Telechea at Gilmes too. There is. So, yeah, it yeah. was him. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. yeah. I'm not making Tele-cheas. it. Actually, I didn't even realise that when I...
2: Two there's only two Telecheas. <laughs> this, this is how far the
0: confusion between being Nacional and First Division is gone that Australian Down was talking about on the television. I just one became convinced Lazo Lazo one one that I've in... made that mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You,
2: you, you don't trust me, you're looking for.
0: No, no, I, I do, because I, I thought it, I said Telechea. Yeah, Fernando Telechea rather than oh, yeah. Emiliano Telechea. <laughs> um, yeah, who, else we say, should, should have been set off. But it was a, it was a fully deserved draw, I think. Kilmes, if anything, probably started a better side. Even. And those are the first points that River have dropped all season in their fourth match. So they're still then our joint top, along with Rosario Central, who beat Instituto two.
2: And, and also Gimnasia I think. Are, are oh, sorry,
0: Gimnasia, Huruy, and Rosario Central. Gimnasia La Plata on ten, along with no Gimnasia no, Huruy. Uh. Um, on ten, along with River, and then Ferro in, in fourth place, just behind the three leaders with, with eight points. Come on, Gimnasia no, La Plata train. on seven, with a bunch of others. But so they're all been playing quite well, are eh? Yeah. No, no. It seems certainly that they're unbeaten as well, want to and, and drawn to. Um, but I'm interested by the wonderful
3: remembered that the national league
0: exists. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I was I was asked a couple of questions, um, or, or just asked by a couple of people to mention River this week because yeah. we already said that we're not going to talk about them every week, but we didn't do last week, and uh, we do Jim. have a lot of River supporting uh, <laughs> listeners. And yeah, I, I was expecting the. Reaction to River's first dropped points to be a little bit more hysterical. Yeah, it's inevitable they're it's not going to win. You know, go through the whole season winning every match, and obviously Kielnes are one of the let's you know, say not exactly one of the best teams they're facing because they're down in uh, eighth place. Very recently relegated. Really but they're one of the teams that are most used to playing a, a, first, a recent first division side, having but, um, you know, being on themselves.
1: Just on River, like you've got a couple of guys in the team, like um, Charlie Dominguez. I mean, it's just—he looks like a guy who should be playing in Spanish La Liga, and he's playing in Nacional, league and he's just unstoppable. Like he's mm. a fantastic player in, in such a low-level league.
0: No, he—he he absolutely is, and Norcampos as well is uh, was was once again very good as well. Yeah, he's He got his mm. first goal. Yeah, he
3: has,
0: yeah. which I um, Yeah, very very well taken, to the extent where I could see it was going to go in even before he'd hit it from the angle <laughs> that the, the pass kind of looped over at. And he just thought, this is going in it was, it was one of those those kind of strikes I'd also forgot now Daf kavanaghi's voices you not heard it for such a no, long time I haven't time, heard it for a while he sounds like a little girl It was astonishing to, um, oh no, no. <laughs> that's very accurate big as
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and again the River's fourth match in in Bina Sunan, and their fourth the fourth time they've ha- had a referee who's more used to refereeing <laughs> Primera matches yes. Pablo Lunati this week which I think is almost definitely going to be a recurring yeah. trend throughout the season. I no, they have any of treatment whatsoever. no, No, of course yeah. not. We'll, we'll be back with a, a River update in another, say, two or three weeks, and we'll be back with a, a First Division update, of course, as per usual, this time next week, same time and same place. Um, for now, I'm Sam Kelly, as usual. <laughs> I will be next week not just for now um, and so we'll we'll go around in, in reverse order from what we did at the start of the, the show um, uh, Australian Dan Good night, goodbye English Dan Good night. I hope you had a lovely time Argentine hasta luego y muchas gracias goodbye everybody